Let's go. Okay, let me double. Yeah, okay. I almost missed my hands that time. Like they almost passed <laughs> each other. But I got oh, damn long COVID setting in, dude. Yeah. Can't clap in the brain fog. Yeah. The doctor saw me and they said, This is the longest COVID I've ever seen. <laughs> dude, what would happen if your COVID was only eight inches long? <laughs> yeah. That'd be awful. Gotta say, maybe the only good only good joke I ever did, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> And I won't be oh, sharing man. it with the listeners. You can wonder what that good joke was. <laughs> That's completely yeah. out of context. It was, it, yep, it was the it was the best best joke in the world, and any attempt to recapture <laughs> it will just fall short. Um, yeah. How, how's it been going? It's going all right. It's going all right. Uh, man, I feel like some weeks we have nothing to talk about, and some weeks we have so much to talk about. I was reflecting on that. Yeah. Uh, over the week, where we've done this nigh upon three hundred times at the ver- I mean, without even counting the premium episodes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're just actually a few away from episode three hundred for the regular one. For the regular one, which is yeah. makes it like episode like five hundred or something total. Right? I bet we have crossed five hundred. That's yeah. wild. That's pretty crazy. Yikes! I mean, we always talk well, about we're, we're getting to a million. Know. We're getting to a million listens somehow. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah uh but yeah it's like kind of wild we have we we we, we do through one way or another we put out an episode every mm-hmm. week whether we have anything to say or not um, yeah but this week i feel like we do have a good amount to get through like okay been, that's that's good to know i i really had no idea what you were gonna say <laughs> some some weeks we have nothing to talk about and some weeks we have something to talk about and i can't I can't tell right now which 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 week it is. <laughs> which way is this one going to break? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, first of all, I've been i i've I found out I have a woke stove. Oh, couldn't nice. believe that. Yeah. yeah, nice smarty pants over here. Mister Smarty Pants knew that we that it's not a good idea to have gas f- flame in your house or whatever. I did not know that. I, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know. I mean, I, I mean, guess it, it, like I said, this is what we were talking about offline. Like I said, it makes sense when you put it that way. <laughs> I guess know? so. I guess so. But there's so many things like that, man. Well, like, yeah. And they're probably also bad as well. <laughs> well, bad yikes. for, for I your mean, health. What, what yeah. are you going to do at, at that point, though? It's like, yeah. you really thought it was a good idea to have a bunch of like electricity in your walls? Yeah. Like, and just, like, running from, like, a power station straight to your house. Like, yeah. I guess I thought they figured that out. I mean, I'll admit, like, when I first got my, I guess I hadn't seen enough movies or something. When I first got my, like, uh, learner's permit and I was driving the car, I remember, like, turning turning the car on in the garage, (laughs) sitting in the car and turning (laughs) the car on. And my dad being, like, you don't do, like, like, coming out, like, like. Like, he's like, you know, start up the car or whatever. And then he comes out like a minute later and then he's like screaming. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't do that. Are you trying? <laughs> this explains a lot. This, about- <laughs> is, this is literally how people kill themselves. Like, this is a, you know, a, a tactic. <laughs> it's yeah, like, you can't, tactic. you can't do this. You can't do this. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it, I guess it makes sense that this is, you know, you wouldn't want to start a car in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So you were out there for like a minute, not like not like enough to 
I guess I don't really know whatever. How, I don't really know how long it takes. You know, in a movie, it's sort of like a a quick cut usually. So that's true. Yes, I don't really know how long it would take. And it was like a, you had the whole uh, <laughs> midsummer setup going, and your dad's like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "I didn't, I didn't know." I, <laughs> Heating your I room. This is how you yeah. turn on the car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I I don't have a gas stove, but it's not because I'm I'm woke. I, in fact, as a to support to support my country or whatever, I'm gonna go get a gas stove because sure. you can't stop me. No, uh. Well, you can support, and as as per usual, you can support uh, America in whichever way you choose. You just have to make sure that people know you're supporting. You know, you can. That's uh, true. You can support America by throwing away your current stove because of you know the probably one article that you read about this this week, uh, and go buy an electric stove uh, that's supporting supporting our president. Uh, or that's right. Or yeah. you can turn on your gas stove. And let the flames run all through the night to support <laughs> our other president, I guess. The real president. The real president. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever one. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the president in exile. Uh yeah. I mean, it's very it's very silly. From what I understand, the US is uh like we've got a lot more gas stoves than other countries, right? Really? Like usually. Yeah. yeah. I think that like mostly like like in Europe, for example, they, they've been on induction for a long time. Oh, that um, makes sense. Yeah. When I've been in a European home, I guess they had induction. Yeah. And this is kind of annoying because Zoe and I were planning on buying a, an induction situation here kind of soon. And uh, if everybody's going to go get them, that maybe yeah. will make it harder to find. Or maybe it'll be even better because everyone's going to go support the gas stoves. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'll be exactly so. the same, except... Shipping will be terrible because everyone is ordering new stoves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One way or another, everyone's getting a new stove. <laughs> <laughs> just ca- America continuing to cause like just random supply chain issues or whatever. America in a supply ch- like what like what's the thing right now that people talk about like an Adderall shortage in America yeah. and then there's going to be a st- a stove shortage. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. it'll be it'll be I don't know, whatever the shared component is, the little metal that goes around the stove parts. Shelly's mom used to be, she's she's flip-flopped on, on stove stuff. And so I, I threw a, a, a wrench in the mix when I, I, I guess I, I intentionally threw a wrench in the mix for her this week when I, I, I sent her the, like, you know, info that we're talking about. The intelligence, the Twitter intelligence, yeah. news intelligence. Just a Matt Gates tweet that, that we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, you know, she, she's, they got a, they got a gas stove. She cooked with, you know, gas stove. Then she switched to, uh, induction, uh, for a long time. Um, because she believed that that was healthier. I think this is after maybe Shelly's dad had cancer. Switched to induction. But then in the last, and so they had induction when I first was like dating Shelly and I go to their house and she had like, uh, like these not built in induction stovetop things, but she had like, you know, the, you know what I'm talking about? You see them in like YouTube videos a lot of the time, like people who make videos, whatever about food. She had like two of those just sitting on top of the, the, 
the regular like plug-in stove. things like go to portable or stowaway. Yeah. She had two, things, yeah. and then, and then the gas thing was covered. Nobody uses the gas thing; only do the induction because she believed that that was healthier and that the the gas might have you know you know cancerous effects or whatever. But then, for some reason that I've never really figured out, or I guess cared to 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 look into. Uh, she came under the belief like a like maybe like two or three years ago, maybe it's longer than that now, like three four years ago, uh, that the induction stoves cause cancer somehow, and so then she got rid of her induction stoves and now she's back to gas. Oh, and so then I sent her this thing, and now it's all messed up. And I think she, I I think n- having you know known her, I feel like she's probably just tired of switching stuff because she just told me and Shelly, she's just like, just open a window and remember to turn on the fan. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. Right? Like that is kind of... <laughs> what probably you what you should do, yeah. <laughs> Deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, we do have gas in our I, place. I mean, I guess that's the oh, implication yeah? of that. I mean, we didn't choose that. I don't really know what I would have... I mean, I don't really think I would choose too much. Like in, in New York... I had never grown up with a gas thing. We had electric ones. We had like the electric coil looking things. Yeah, same. That's pretty common. I think, in, and then when we were in college in our apartment in Iowa City, we had the induction ones, right? No. Or maybe they weren't was, induction. It was electric. Coil. It was glass top. Yeah, glass top. Uh, electric, yeah, not induction. Gla- that's true, yeah. The glass top thing. And I was like, "Oh, this is weird. I've never, I've never done this before. I, I need, I need the coil. I guess that turned red too. But I remember thinking like s- something about it being weird. Like I don't know where to put the pot if there isn't a big coil sticking, <laughs> sticking, sticking out. <laughs> Just I don't put know. it in the circle. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, what the heck? This can't be hot. How's this gonna get I'll hot? Just use the microwave. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, that's weird. And then when, when I moved to New York and I went to, you know, I, I lived in an old, you know, pre-war walk-up. Uh, it had a gas stove and I remember at the time thinking like, whoa, this is dangerous. I'm going to burn the apartment down. This is a, a literal it does feel flame. A little dangerous. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. First time yeah. I encountered the gas stove, I was like, I don't know what to do with this. This is freaky, man. Yeah. And then, but then now like I'm, I've, I've become very used to it because I guess like I've said about other like things, uh, I guess this is one of those things I've had my entire adulthood. So now it's just become like, you know, pretty, pretty normal. Like my, my first apartment had that. Then, uh, when Shelly and I got married and we moved to our other, whatever, most recent apartment in, uh, Midtown, like it had a gas stove and then we bought this house, moved to New Jersey, a new one. It came with a gas stove. And then only after we moved in, did I start seeing, I guess the first time I started even like thinking about this or seeing this, knowing that this was any kind of thing was like a couple a couple months ago like not long after we moved in i saw like uh uh matt brunig posting about this a bunch about gas stove stuff and i was like oh man and i like read about it i was like oh man this is this sucks i think i think this sucks for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah i always thought it was like a uh i guess i thought it was a status uh item the gas stove but um really so that doesn't yeah like growing up i thought like the gas stove was like that's the fancy thing to have oh Um, that's that's so interesting sorry i kind of left that out of this that when i was growing up and i would see gas stoves in movies i thought it was a status thing 
I, or I guess like a, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but I thought it was a status thing as in it was a, like an antiquity that like n- people didn't want. Like I assumed that having an electric stove or something uh. like that was a thing that you want. Like, I guess I knew that it was in like uh, industrial kitchens, but I just figured like, you know, whatever, that's the kind of place where you don't want to, maybe you don't want to spend a bunch of money on some fancy electric stove or something like that yeah you know the place where you cook all the time let's not get a good stove in here like like in my mind a gas a gas stove when i was growing up i thought that was similar to having like a like a steam radiator or something like that like this is a thing of the past that you know maybe more Mm. associated with like older homes or i don't know poverty or something like impoverished uh uh, conditions or something like that yeah no for, i think i think there i think i had some sort of connection of like you know like cooks prefer this somehow or like i knew mm. it was desirable somehow and then like i don't know i feel i saw like the uh the jason Bourne movie where like there's that f- like a fancy apartment that has mm. the gas stoves that he uses to explode the place and so it was like oh, that's a luxury of modern apartment it's got gas stoves gas stoves are are uh desirable for cooking this is this is the height of luxury. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've come to learn that, but when I first started like hearing that, it, it really it, like like literally in the last couple of months when I first started hearing that, it didn't uh it didn't register because I I guess I just become so confused at like what's what. I just figured it was sort of like I think in my adulthood until I started learning about this thing, I I I I just become yeah, like confused and kind of like under the impression that it's almost like uh, like your internet service provider where it's like you just get whatever they do have a monopoly over in your location. Like yeah, big electric stove has a monopoly in, in Grinnell, Iowa. And so that's why everybody I know had an electric that's stove. Right. In New York, big, big gas has got it, you know. I just figured yeah. it was like an, like an I, ISP. <laughs> this is what we well, do in I this do area. Yeah. <laughs> I do suspect having done you, you joked earlier about reading the one article. I've not even done that. So we're oh. <laughs> we're in pure speculation territory. I do suspect big gas has something to do with uh the widespread natural gas stoves in the US and not so so much mm. in other countries. Probably, yeah. This is that's what I suspect. Um But we had a, an interesting crossover of th- themes here this week of uh I don't know. Learning new information, changing how you feel about things, but uh, yeah, the the Channel Five guy, the Andrew Call- Callahan guy, um, yeah. allegations surfaced about him and for for bad assault type stuff, and uh, I don't know. I saw a good amount of people. Th- this happen. This happens every time something like this happens. I guess right. Like somebody, some artist of some sort is. Uh, I don't know if the word is outed or uh, revealed to be somehow. It comes to light that, you know, that they have some sort of sordid past or skeletons in their closet, uh, usually some sort of abuse allegations, that kind of thing. And then there are a chorus of folks who pipe up and talk about how, I don't know, they never liked the stuff, the stuff was bad, that they were creating like their art was bad or it was... uh, wasn't funny or it was like uh now looking at the art it's like oh he was he was weird the whole time and um 
I think I've done it in the past where like kind of somebody I already didn't like was then like revealed to be some nasty, nasty person. And then I was like, ha ha. Yeah. Um, but you can't, I mean, you, you, you gotta, maybe if you didn't like it forever, that's fine, but you gotta be able to, I don't know what happens when you, you can't always just be the perfect judge of character. Yeah. That, I mean, that's how you, you said it to me. Yeah. That, you you aren't always the perfect uh, judge of character. You can uh, you can be kind of a uh, humbled by new information sometimes. Yeah, you know? and it's not about the. It's not about being right or like consistent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, forever having been right about every single person or or whatever. That's a probably a bad sign on its uh on its own. Yeah, you should be able to be humbled yeah, and kind of like the op- new info yeah and then the obvious element of it too it's where like it makes it more about i don't know just you some random consumer of content uh yeah being right or something rather than like about the situation that's going on too like i mean congrats on not liking rick and morty like that thing came out too right and uh i don't know about that what's that i mean i know what the the show is (laughs) i know the show is but i don't know what the (laughs) What what else you're talking? No, I about. guess the the guy Justin Roiland. Uh, I forget. Was he? Was he? Yeah. Okay. He was the the vo- main voice actor for oh co creator, and I think also was a voice actor on the show. Okay. They're gonna write out one of the main characters. It's just gonna be Morty from now on. Co creator and star Justin Roiland, um, charged with a few uh, domestic violence charges. Um. But yeah, it's not now. It's like the Rick and Morty haters are like, "Ha ha!" I knew. <laughs> like, I I always thought the show was annoying. Like, not not the yeah, point. Not, not the point. point. It yeah. is annoying, but that's not the point. Yeah, yeah. People don't want. I people also don't, people thought don't it was funny. Be they want to be. They want to be right. You know, it's yeah. it's about winning arguments online. Mm-hmm. I I um, feel that way. I gotta say, I got humbled on this kind of stuff. <laughs> the the actors that I liked when I was growing up. They were getting canceled a long time ago, folks. <laughs> so I, I've been dealing with this for a long time. I, I because I like I um as as we've uh, well documented in an entire series on this show. I was a big uh, James Bond oh, fan growing yeah. up, and like even as a kid, I I I mean I didn't like I'm not saying like I knew this right away, but like uh, I don't know I don't know when I learned this the first time, but like. I learned this sometime in my childhood that like, oh yeah, Sean Connery like, uh, like, like you know, I don't know, beat his wife or like hit his wife, and he, he did the 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 weird interviews and stuff about like, uh, I, I don't know, the one that comes to mind is like the Barbara Walters one where he you know defending hitting, slapping your your wife or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. You gotta, you just that's not you, you know. Like that's not me. Sean Connery isn't me. You you don't have to be like uh, so. You don't have to be defensive <laughs> about this stuff. You just have to be like an adult and like uh, just I don't know. Take take new information and and learn from yeah. it. You don't have to prove that you've always been right. That's just that's not how things you know work or whatever. It was really devastating for you growing up because number one Sean Connery, number two John Wayne, number three Andrew Jackson, and then you like found out about all of these. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about. I don't know. Oh, I, man, I, really I don't liked, think I've ever seen uh, a, Andrew Jackson's portrait. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever seen. I don't. I don't know anything about John Wayne, to be honest. 
What did, what did he do? I remember there was some sort of uh, uh, interview that he gave uh, that was making the rounds a couple years ago. And mostly it was funny because it was like, we're canceling John Wayne, uh, you know, way, <laughs> way posthumously or something. But uh, I don't know. He had some, I mean, I think it was pretty much similar to Sean Connery's uh, MO. <laughs> I remember. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay, um, yeah. But yeah, like you're not, I think that's, I think for a lot of people, that's probably big, like a big part of it is the baby brain thing of like, I am the, I am the media that I consume. And so, you know, you have to, you, you feel maybe more defensive in a way about these things. And that's why you have to take these like weird steps of like separating yourself personally, you know, random user, five, four, six, seven million from whatever you know actor of the day just came out in the news with bad allegations about them like that's just it's not you you know maybe if you uh had like a personal connection or i don't know are actually involved in the story somehow maybe you should have something more to say but otherwise yeah you don't you don't have to like make up a past about what's going on in your mind or how you you saw this from the beginning yeah yeah and like if you knew about this the whole time, why don't you do anything about it? Yeah, it's really, it's really like just a random user version of that uh, the the Reddit lady CEO. What was her name? I want to say, I want to say Elliot Page, but I know that's a completely no. different person. Ellen. No, but her name is like uh, Elliot, right? Oh, uh, Ellen Powell. Oh yes, okay. Um, I was right. I did say Ellen. Nice. Yeah uh i mean yeah sorry she she wasn't she the one who did the same thing with like uh, epstein where she's like yes. yeah we used to go yes. to parties all the time That's everybody right. knew about this <laughs> so damn well, why, why didn't you do anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah well the, well there is also something to be said about like apparently some of these were like open secret type things right yeah like, yeah that's true that's true but, uh which is like separate for, like but I think I pr- we we can wash our hands entirely of that. It's like, I mean, I didn't know that, <laughs> that but you guys knew that? Yeah. I, I bring up Ellen Page be- or Ellen Pow, uh, because, uh, like, it sounded like her thing was a lie, which is the same, like, her, her <laughs> yeah. like, she's lying <laughs> about true. this. The same way that random people online are, you know, they're like, yeah, when I was six and I saw a Woody Allen movie for, I guess, I don't know, uh, Woody Allen movie for the first time. I was like, yeah, I I know this guy very sus. He's definitely he's definitely trying to marry his adopted daughter. I knew that from the beginning. You know, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Woody Allen may be a you know maybe you could make that argument. <laughs> yeah, but um, you, you you told me this too after I uh, you know I I'm I'm watching lots of movies. I've watched a movie every day since the beginning of the year i'm not trying to do a thing but i'm just saying I've, I've had a lot of time on my hands to watch a lot of movies i've been into it uh i watched a movie it doesn't really matter which one it was but i, I guess i'll say i watched a lust and caution an ang lee movie from 2007 uh which stars tong Wei and maybe more notably uh actually she is notable because she's in that new decision to leave movie which i really want to see that came out last year she stars in that but it also stars uh tony lung uh anyway that's that's sort of why i watched it i like ang lee too and i like tong Wei, i guess but mostly 
wanted to watch it for uh tony long it's a it's a, it's a, like a i'll say it's like a lightly good movie kind of middle of the road it's got a lot of stuff i don't like about it but that also doesn't matter uh what <laughs> where where this story is where the story is trying to what go what if they just said feel free to like real constitution starts at 34 seconds feel free to skip the preamble <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, where this story actually starts uh, page one now that was all the lowercase roman (laughs) (laughs) authors know i was reading the reviews on on letterboxd and i kept running across reviews i i screenshotted a couple to you like everybody's saying everybody likes tony lung i like tony lung too uh but people kept writing reviews that are like like damn like I wish Tony Lung wasn't so hot uh, because he's a... Well, let me, let me, I got to read the thing now. They're like, you know, like he's a... So in this, in this movie, he is a Nazi collaborator. That's like the main thing, right? He's a Nazi collaborator. Uh, but everybody's like writing things about like, oh man, I wish, uh, I wish Tony Lung wasn't so like uh, problematic in this, uh, in this movie. He, he gave, <laughs> he gave like Conway like really weird looks sometimes uh it's like did do, do you forget like like people really you, you forgot about like the the, the nazi part i i don't the know nazis I, acting problematic yeah oh yeah here's here sorry here's here's the one that i really sent to you this is the one that i thought was the funniest the fuhrer I, talked over a woman in his board meeting yeah quote i can't handle how hot tony lung is even though he's playing a cop <laughs> i mean it's it's close but i think it's the perfect like that's a very good distillation of a thing that i see a lot which is like i i tried to describe it to you when we were messaging about this like how it goes in my mind like yes i know cop very close to like you know nazi whatever but just like he he's he's a nazi collaborator in this movie like that's is he the, a cop that's co- that's collaborating with the nazis or like he's just a nazi no he's a of. he he is a he's like a cop bureaucrat type person he's not a you know on the on the ground cop guy he's a bureaucrat that sees over like the police state which is basically like what any collaborator would be doing somehow you know like like people just get really distracted i think from (laughs) like the the basic information in front of you i think it comes from like a similar it's it's not the same place but it's sort of like a similar uh thing to what we were talking about before of like this weird uh connection or like like wanting to kind of put yourself uh put yourself into the story uh but like only being able to think in memes sort of you know and <laughs> like letting letting I, I guess like memes kind of guide I, I know that like this kind of sounds a little uh, uh bad I'm not trying to say like uh a cab is a is a meme in like in a in an offensive uh way about it but it is in us it is in a large sense like that is what it is that the phrase is like a mimetic theme i guess like that's how it's sort of spread through culture and i think like uh like in this case of whoever wrote this review like that's a more like trendy thought to have than just like the like the obvious or like 
honest analysis of the situation. Like if you were to kind of sit down and watch the movie and try to not be impacted too much by like the like the the memes of your current time, I think you'd be able to see like very clearly like, you know, this is a story that includes a bad guy and the reason that he's bad, very clearly in the movie, the reason that he's bad, even though he does other, you know, uh other incidental very bad stuff. Uh, the reason that he's bad in the context of this story is because he's a Nazi, you know? But people... ACAB, but more importantly... Nazi. ANAB. ANAB, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that lands at all. I think I described it better. No, I feel like you're saying. I, I do think that uh, it's it's important that we, we talk about other Letterboxd reviews as before we get too far away from the topic where... Sure. Um, y- you have been watching a good number of uh, films this year and i've been trying to keep up with your letterbox and um uh i've been keeping up with yours yeah i like i like something earlier this week i need to do that more i'll give you more likes i like on letterbox i don't like on twitter as we discussed but i'm yeah okay I'm, nice i'm giving likes uh, on letterbox you're gonna you're gonna t- you're gonna you're gonna take that back because where i'm heading with because of where i'm heading with this because uh, I, I i saw in your letterbox uh you did watch andrew callahan's movie you saw uh i did that this place rules and you <laughs> you you're like don't don't like <laughs> okay you did the opposite of what everybody online was like <laughs> his his uh everybody likes the guy's videos but then they find out he is he is he's a rapist. <laughs> and you're like don't care for his films love the man himself <laughs> no, i did i did i did say that but i did say that on january 3rd which is before a couple, of, couple of days before. yeah but i got the screenshot <laughs> yeah i know it's still there i'm not gonna change it <laughs> i think it's i think it's also my like most liked i don't know if everybody's t- t- i mean it's only got a couple likes but i think it's like my most liked letterbox review of all time so it's probably like pinned to my profile right now as well <laughs> It says, I, your thing was not a direct quote. I'll read it so people can have the facts. My thing says, on January 3rd, 2023, I said, <laughs> I like Andrew Callahan, but, but didn't get much out of this. Was pretty shallow, even for man on the street. That was my review of This Place Rules, his movie from uh, December, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did say the opposite. I thought I acknowledged this before, but yeah. I knew. I knew when I saw that, I thought to myself, oh man, I just wrote <laughs> I just wrote that thing. But I'm not this is it's fine. Okay, but okay, well I'll, I will give you your druthers for your review of John Wick, which I thought was very funny. What, what was that? Oh yeah, I watched John Wick and John Wick too, but not John Wick three. I can never make through make through all of them in, in one city, but yeah. What did it say for John Wick? Uh, this is the rev- this is the future that Dodge Chargers Do- Dodge Charger guys thought we lost when Bill De Blasio became mayor. Oh yeah, that yeah, was that was good. That, w- that one uh, appeared in my mind. That was uh, th- that <laughs> one was. I'm not saying it's good, but that was like sort of a God sent message at the end of the movie, especially when the Dodge Charger appears. I was like, yeah, this that is what's going on here. I actually do want to expand on my John Wick ideas. Yeah, because they conti- they continue to kind of come to me that like John Wick is a John <laughs> Wick has like opened your mind yeah. to 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 Awa, <laughs> just yeah. channeling John Wick Nirvana at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, like 
John Wick is a very interesting kind of like a New York movie, I think, because it's very unlike any other New York. It's very unlike the real New York, and it's very unlike other types of New York movies, I think, for the most part. There's probably other good examples of this, but like, I also watched Escape from New York last night, which was which was good, uh, and I only bring it up to say that you know, don't don't use this as a counterexample because it's not a counterexample of what I was about to say. Because in Escape to New York, it's a bunch of like, you know, uh, prisoners on on New York. That's not the same thing as having a movie about, you know, supposed to be about something that kind of takes place in a, a New York that resembles the real New York. Uh, I appreciate the hedge. I predict I will have nothing to say. <laughs> okay. In response. To- <laughs> John- John Wick is like a New York that is populated by Dodge Charger guys, which is, you know, the Dodge Charger guy is one of, I think, like the, the rarest, operator avatar. Yeah, it, it's the like the rarest kind of guy in New York, you know, because the only way a Dodge <laughs> Charger guy gets to New York is when he takes his wife on vacation at christmas or thanksgiving time to go see the big tree at rockefeller center those are the only time dodge charger guys are in new york like i (laughs) there are no dodge charger guys who live in new york i when i you know when i was there uh when i was living there uh like i would see them because like i lived in i lived in midtown so there's lots of tourists walking around and you see them like uh shadowing like like basically pressed up against behind following their like wives through time they're, center they're, they're, towards some whatever they're uh rolling from cover to cover like a third person shooter yes uh, peeking over peeking behind the balustrades <laughs> yes they're i mean they're they're really easy to spot because you know they're the only guy they're the only guy that's wearing like a uh you know carhartt uh carhartt uh camo hat that's like you know, when you bend your hat, you know, there's like a flat bill hat, then you got it bent like a baseball player. The reactionary and, and bending of the hat in response real, to flat bills. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then it's like the ones that are really bent where it's like, this is the, 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 the U is, you know, the, the distance between the sides is smaller than the distance between like the middles of your eyes. So like, this isn't even protecting your eyes. Which anymore. are already very close together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I would see those guys around. I mean, they're very obvious tourists or whatever. But anyway, I think John Wick is a pretty interesting New York movie because no, like the the closest thing to like a uh like a regular New York person is Timothy Oliphant's character and then Lance Reddick's character. So basically, the people who own a hotel. Uh, and like you know, Lance Reddick is like over the top kind of weirdo in it. So it's really just like. Timothy Oliphant's character is the only person in the whole series who could conceivably live in New York, and everyone else is a Dodge Charger guy's, you know, uh, who is ideal Timothy image. Oliphant in this in John Wick? He's the uh, guy who runs the Continental, the hotel. You know, he's kind of like the the hotel boss in New York. Isn't that Ian McShane? Oh yeah, who's Timothy Oliphant? A guy who's not in John Wick. I don't think. <laughs> okay, who is he? He's uh he's the justified guy. Justified. Oh, okay, I don't know. Ian McShane. Yeah, there you go. I don't know why. That, okay. Uh, he was yeah. he was also in Deadwood though. Deadwood. I mean, that's what I was going for. I I remember you okay. always saying Timothy Oliphant in Deadwood. Okay. I don't know who that is okay. in Deadwood, but yeah, I'm talking about Ian McShane. Sorry. Uh, yes. Okay. Ian McShane. Uh, 
He would yeah. be good in a John Wick movie. But, yeah, but okay. yeah, like, uh, it's New York that's just populated by the Dodge Charger guy, like, like the, the tourist guy. And it's like his idea in my mind. It's like, man, if, uh, if people like me, if cool conservative guys or whatever, like me, real bros, if we could get all the, if we could get all the pussies out of New York, it could be our city. And that's exactly what John Wick is. This is like a city filled with Dodge Charger guys. If they were as cool as they imagine, you know, they wear they wear the camo Carhartt hat with the the massive bend in it because they are a normal guy. But in their mind, they're just like the rest of us. Every they're just like every guy where there's a little bit of them where they kind of wish that they were like a, a suit, you know, a guy that wears a suit. A suit yeah. You know, and in the past the, they would have yeah. worn a, a fedora as well. But they just want to wear a suit and be a badass, and they want to live in New York, which would be the coolest city in the world if it didn't have a bunch of liberal pussies in it. You know? Yeah. Well, the 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 other side of the city too is like the the two genders of John Wick of the John Wick universe are yeah the Dodge Charger guys who wear suits sometimes and the uh like steampunk uh, uh roller derby gals who like run the underground. Uh, network stuff, right? Uh, that- yeah. What's that guy's name? Uh, F- F- uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Wait, is that him? Well, like, Forrest Whitaker is a person. He's in. Yeah. Yeah. Is he in the first one or the second one? Second one. The, the and pigeon the, guy. Okay. And the third guy. Yeah. Is that his name? No. Oh, but man, dang. Canceled. Doctor Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Flag on the play. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got Ian McShane wrong too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh the yeah the whole thing stars matt damon <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah anyway but that's that's like what john wick is i i it, it's been appearing to me this is this is like uh how that kind of guy wishes you know imagines a place like new york could be it'd be a place for cool guys not for people wearing skinny jeans it'd be a place for guys who are assassins and play by you know they live by a code where the code for some reason includes this like home base thing i'm touching home base you can't kill me (laughs) yes yeah i think they 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 got a little too into the like rules of the of the world in the second movie they do yeah but my i didn't I, i should have written this down but like i think that that was the right way to go because i think everybody got to the end of john wick and you're thinking to yourself, you're like, I, I kind of want to know about these rules. Those were, those rules were a little goofy. I kind of want to know some more. You're, the guy you're, was you're like, right. Like at I'm the end of John Wick you. one, you want to, you want to check out one of those like DK Discovery Kids books from the library. That's like, yeah. how does the John Wick universe work? And yeah. that would be like the coolest thing of all time. Star and Wars then, style, you know? Yeah. Who, who's this? Uh, you know. Well, I don't know. I don't know John Wick guy names. Like, I want to read the bylaws of the Continental kind of yes. thing. Like, I'm, yeah. Like, I want to. I want to get into it. Uh, but then in the in, in, but I don't know. For some reason, then watching the second movie, it like you do need to explain more and get into it a little bit more. But for some reason, I felt like ah, this kind of loses some of the excitement of like yeah. wondering what the world is like now. Ah, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know that I feel that feeling about it, but. It's it's a goofy, but I think I think you just have to realize like that's the direction that they're going with John Wick is like you did the first movie and then they leaned more into like the everyone around you is a 
as, as an assassin and you can just live this entire, you know, completely paranoid existence. Everybody in New York is a Dodge Charger guy. You know, there's nobody normal, which they they do that at the end of chapter two when he's walking around at uh, Central Park and uh, Ian McShane sort of like snaps his fingers and everyone stops. Activates and, and everybody in the city. Realizes, you know, oh, everybody around is, yeah. Uh, and then, I again, I didn't watch it, but as I recall, especially after seeing one and two, I know that these this stuff was in three by process of elimination of all the John Wick ideas that I had in my, my head, <laughs> uh, or memories that I had in my head. Like, in three, they lean even more into the idea that this is like a world of assassins you know uh because it's even more of like the lawrence fishburne you know uh like you said like steampunk roller derby whatever guys underground you've got all the factions above ground you realize this is an international operation uh as well uh and they do that in the first one too where it's like the the high table they call it you know the the 12 the 12 assassin things i mean it's 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 like Pirates of the Caribbean. They do that in Pirates of the Caribbean too, right? It's oh, that's I don't know. true. It's but a way to I, kind of I not liked how be they did it. In, yeah, that's true. But I feel like the way they bump up against it in like Pirates of the Caribbean is cool. Where like it's more like everybody everybody knows the code and the rules there, and then you like kind of like bump into it from the from a plot perspective, and then it's like oh, we got to get around it rather than sort of this like. I know a little bit of the expository. Let's let's go through the rules in movie form. I don't know. Sure, it's been a while since I've seen it too. Yeah, um, I I will. I, I remember I just, the third one kind of entering and leaving my brain pretty quick. Like that's I, exa- I think I I just reread it. That was exactly what my review was for the third one when I watched it like a year ago. Oh yeah, this is a I, this was kind of fun to watch, and then everything instantly exited my mind even though i guess it didn't because i guess i have these memories of it that are guiding my john wick universe theory now but yeah they're doing another one right oh yeah i think it's coming out this year i'll go see it i haven't seen any of these in a i i had only i had everybody was always talking about john wick uh especially around the time when the third one came out and everybody's acting like they've seen you know all the john wick movies and stuff like that and i was so surprised i had never seen them before i had only first like literally only first heard of john wick like after the third movie came out and everybody started talking about it, I had no idea. I had no idea what the premise was, nothing. And then <laughs> like a, a little bit over a year ago, um, I just decided I'm going to order. They were like $5 each on online. And so I ordered all three John Wick movies on Blu-ray to my house and I watched them all in one very long night uh, in, in New York. And I thought, oh man, these are... These are pretty fun. They're not like yeah. amazing movies, but these are pretty fun. I like Keanu Reeves' late career turn as an action guy better than Liam Neeson's. I mean, I guess he's always been, Keanu has been an action guy the whole time, I suppose. But I don't know. I don't really. I don't like the Taken the Taken movies that much, or his, uh, the other Liam Neeson action movies. Oh, don't care yeah. for it. <clears throat> Uh, wait, I, I had something to say about, uh, oh, wait, well, okay, okay, w- one more segue thing. I, looking at John Wick Chapter 4, I think it, I think it'll be good. It's got one of my favorite, uh, action guys, current action guys, Donnie Yen, m- probably most oh. famous from It Man, uh, you know, no. lots of other Chinese movies. And Scott Adkins, he's movies. 
And, and it's got uh, Bill Skarsgård too, yeah. which I, I yeah. I'm not saying I like him, but uh, that that'll be interesting. But I really like Donnie Yen. He's good, he was in your favorite movie, The Barbarian. Yeah, not or my favorite movie, but oh, Bill Skarsgård. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Are you saying you don't like him though? No, I'm not. I I don't really have a thought on him. All he's, right, he's fine. That's probably the only movie I've seen him in or that I re- recall. But yeah, he's uh, usually in like costumes and such right speaking of uh you know setting the rules though i since i i guess i I brought this up earlier maybe you have to go back and read the prologue to this whole section uh (laughs) uh i i watched escape from new york last night and that's also a movie where they just sort of decide at the beginning they're like we don't need to like let you see this happen we're just going to explain all of the facts that you need to know ahead of time we don't need to you know spend 20 30 minutes like letting you see this we're just going to explain to you what the situation is have you have you seen escape to new york escape from New i believe i i i've seen i've definitely seen escape i've definitely seen one of the two and half of the other oh okay um new york and la i'm not i can't remember which one i've seen all of i think escape from new york is the more famous one as i understand and the better one but i haven't seen escape from la but yeah, at the beginning of Escape from New York, uh, they just have like a, you know, little basically diagram on the screen. And then like a, a narrator is like, in 1986, uh, uh, crime in New York spiked, or crime in the United States spiked 400%. And so we just decided to, you know, uh, remove everyone from Manhattan and turn the island of Manhattan basically like the, you know, the last city in the entire country that you would want to turn into a prison. We turned it into an open air uh, prison. It's got a wall around it. It's got a couple exits. These are the ones. Why that is you it should, the last city you you'd know. want to turn into a prison, Ben? What's the first one? Because it's the best city. It's the best city. It's also hmm. big as hell, and it's an island that's like not really that far away from other land. Gotcha. Yeah, they and got it right the first time with Alcatraz. They got it right. Yeah, San Francisco sucks. So that adds to it as well. Uh, <laughs> What's the worst that happens if they all get out and, and, and kill everyone in San Francisco? Well, they kill everyone in San Francisco. So, yeah. Uh, so they just explain it. They're just like, yeah, these are the facts. This is what you need to, this is what you need to know. We're not going to do this really in any kind of like a cinematic way. There's no really cinematic experience. This is basically like if we just handed you a pamphlet that you have to read before you watch the movie. And I liked it. I liked that a lot. I was like, okay, cool. I got it. Let's jump into the movie now. Nice. Yeah, I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of stuff. I've also I've also watched all of the uh, the Indiana Jones, the first three Indiana Jones movies. I watched them all in the last like week or so as well. Do you like those? Another Sean Connery movie. Well, one of them. One. Of I them. guess I, that's the one I watched last night. Yeah. Is he in? Does he make an appearance in the other ones at all? I don't think so. I don't know, but I don't think so. Okay. Uh yeah, I like I like uh two of them a great deal. Don't care for Temple of Doom. Oh yeah, good 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 point. I mean I didn't I used to like Temple of Doom the most when I was a kid, and then I watched it again this week, and I was like, man, this one stinks. But you know he's kind of becoming a a, a little bit of a meme guy too. But uh uh Kwan uh you know the guy in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah, uh, best part of Everything Everywhere All at Once, I think. Yeah, uh he really is like. I I I genuinely think not because he's like a meme thing now, but like I think he is the best part of the movie. Like it makes sense why short round, I, yeah, short round. I think uh, 
it makes sense like why I liked it so much as a kid because he is kind of like he's a cool kid when you're a kid you're like dang I wish I was him did you see the clip of uh Spielberg directing him going around on Twitter no no it was it's cool it's a uh just like a it's like a just a touching I don't know just it's just cool uh Mm. from when he was a kid in the yeah like on Temple of Doom yeah yeah nice no I have to I'll have to look it up oh man there's been a lot of Shakespeare discourse or not Shakespeare sorry I just watched uh (laughs) I'm watching I'm, I'm watching Little Women right now and uh also we watched The Northman which for some reason Zoe refuses to admit is Hamlet but okay uh uh spielberg yeah there's spielberg, spielberg yeah uh, discourse people was, are talking a lot about spielberg. fist bumping when you call him shakespeare he was like, hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah it's finally happening it's happening let's folks. go yeah I, th- I i do think that w- we kicked it off we kicked off the like reevaluating the legacy or like giving uh spielberg his druthers i almost did it again i almost called him shakespeare again <laughs> stop yeah i gotta say shakespeare i like i, I do think of them in a similar way except i have a much better opinion of uh spielberg as of recently but all the shakespeare stuff i've read i'm like dang this is like this is like you know definition of a book the definition of a book right here but it's like in my mind it's like this sucks this shit's boring i wish i could get into shakespeare more man like i watched the northman and i thought yeah i follow like i like the way that i think i liked it but like it yeah. Oh, like every adaptation of Shakespeare I've ever seen. It's like, ah, I don't, I just don't get, I don't get why people are giving this like, you know, like this knocked me over. Yeah. Like kind of stuff is like, man, I wish I could get into it that way. Mm. I, I don't get it. <laughs> I'm too stupid, I guess. Mm. Um, Cause there are people I like really look up to who are like just bowled over by fucking Hamlet. Um, they're like, yeah, this is like the best play ever written. Like that can't be the case, really? Yeah. Okay, I mean, maybe. I guess so. Sure. Hard to believe. Maybe not. Maybe it's not. <laughs> maybe the more offensive thing for me to say is it's not hard to believe. <laughs> I liked Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf a lot more, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. Um, but it, you can always pretend to be a smart guy and say any movie Shakespeare. People are like, oh yeah, what's your favorite Shakespeare adaptation? And you could say probably Heat, John you know, Wick. Heat and a John of Wit, John Wick, and Heat in a lot of ways. John Wick three is my favorite <laughs> Shakespeare adaptation. Three, yeah. There's a lot, and they say, what? Do, what is that? And you say, well, it, it really draws from everything that he's done when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was kind of the route Zoe was going with, with like not saying that. Sure, Northman is not Ham- Hamlet because. Yeah. Like as this, it's sort of some sort of fundamental archetype of a story that gets, you know, there's only so many stories to tell and Hamlet is one of them and everything else is just kind of like uh, riffs on on Hamlet or something. Sure. Um, yeah. I don't know, but there's like a skull and he says, poor, poor Yorick and his name is Hamlet. Like, this is Hamlet. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. The main guy's name is Hamlet? yes <laughs> that's that's some dune, dune level stuff i was thinking about dune dunk as i yeah. normally call it uh i was thinking about dunk earlier this this week and just back to arrakis you know take me back to arrakis baby yeah in the next movie it's gonna be oh welcome to welcome to jabu grave <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be people out there saying yes. oh wow shakespeare 
No. This is Shakespeare to this me. This is Shakespeare. No. Yeah. Wrong. When I go to Dunkin' Donuts, I'm always thinking, I'm getting really, I'm getting lots of Shakespeare vibes <laughs> in the, in the copy. Sh- smacks of Shakespeare. <laughs> smacks, yeah. Uh, he, I, will, I will now submit my review for the first 34 minutes of Little Women, the Greta Gerwig remake yep. uh, from 2019. Uh, quite good so far. Costumes yeah. are excellent. Um, and, uh, the, the performance that Timothy Chalamet gives is like, I wasn't sure about it at first because Christian Bale, the other, the, 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 the version that the definitive version in, in my mind is the one with Winona Ryder and, uh, Kirsten Dunst and Christian Bale, but, uh, Christian Bale had the edge a little bit in some places, but then, but, but to, Chalamet's pulling ahead. I gotta say, oh, I didn't know Christian Bale's in that movie too. He's in the he was in the the, the one from the nineties. Oh, oh, I see, I see. Sorry. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and it's definitely in the, the the two versions are in conversation with one another. Is a cool is a cool way to phrase it is yeah. to sound like you're really smart. Nice. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I would say that John Wick one and John Wick two are quite <laughs> <laughs> in conversation with one another. Yeah. This sort of a it's sort of a conversation where one person talks and then the second person picks up from there it's sort of one of those conversations yeah i i feel that is the case it's kind of a a podcast in such a way and uh i gotta say as well i got i got a lot to say i should just say that ahead of everything i do say that a lot on this podcast where we say things i preface a lot of things with i gotta say which is excellent uh Little Women, in my mind, it's kind of in the Boogie Nights territory of something where I have no idea what it's about, and so I, I, I just, I mean, I just operate on the assumption that it's a literal. A literal I, re- I mean, I guess this is how things have to go. Why not assume that it's a literal, uh, you know, uh, play on the on the title? It's sort of an, and so in my mind, it's sort of like, uh, did you ever see Indian in the Cupboard? The Indian in the Cupboard when you were a kid. <laughs> That's how I imagine Little Women, where it's like, it's a bunch of little women and they're in a cupboard. <laughs> and otherwise, it's just this Indian in the cupboard, because I can't imagine a, what happens. Yep. So you have to use archetypes. You have to use your uh, sort of uh, media literacy, as they like to call it, uh, and guess based on other stories you're familiar with. Before you said Indian in the cupboard, I was going to say you're not wrong. I, I think, I, I don't know. About Boogie Nights? Maybe somebody's... Well, no, about, oh, about little women. They're little. I mean, it's about like young women oh. um, who grow up who oh, are okay. small at some point. But I'm sure that I'm sure that there's more to it than just their size. I don't know. I'm not. I don't, that's a I don't weird get it enough. That's a weird thing to call. I gotta say. <laughs> I'll say. I'll say it again. I gotta say. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna send this podcast to Greta Gerwig. <laughs> like the the. The, the men who have watched half of the movie or none of the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I would never Weird call. Man. I would never call. I would never call a, a a young girl a little woman. I think that's problematic. <laughs> okay. Excuse me, little woman. Would you mind uh, stepping out of the way as I walk through this aisle in Walmart? No, you wouldn't say that. I guess I wouldn't say little girl either, but. I'm pretty I, sure you have said it in the past. If you had a child and it was a woman, this is what you would name her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, but that makes a little more sense to me. <laughs> yeah, totally. 
you got to think in that case you got to think for i wouldn't i wouldn't yeah it's weird i i when somebody says little woman i imagine a full-grown woman who's the size of the indian in the cupboard who's uh, <laughs> the size of a they uh, do not a, exist a little what do you call the little green army men like they have in toy story what are those guys called yeah they, they little army men little army men yeah i just imagine a a full-grown woman that's shrunk down to the size of an army man or you I know think, really really I in my you mind be imagining that really I in my mind for imagining that. <laughs> what i am imagining what i should be imagining is little woman is really basically woman. like honey i shrunk the kids honey i shrunk <laughs> i shrunk the women <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if they're going to make Little Women 2 big women. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if at writing, following up to my letter to Greta Gerwig, <laughs> <laughs> are you considering medium-sized women, the prequel? Finally, the Goldilocks trilogy. <laughs> we finally get to the perfect, perfect <laughs> woman. <laughs> well, you can pick. Actually, I think all women are perfectly sized. Every, of any size. <laughs> Whether they be small enough yeah. to fit in your pocket or big enough to, you know, step on you and crush that's, you. That's the long con. Every every woman can check uh, their potential dates letterboxed reviews. And they're looking up little women, medium women, and big women. And they're making sure that they're all rated exactly the same. Five stars. Five stars. Oh, yes. Or yeah. whatever. Also, yeah. This yeah. guy, I mean, three stars for everything. In. You know, every, or equal massage. He's a misogynist, but not focused on size <laughs> it's true a masterpiece at any size yeah, yeah. i always think I do that like greta movie, gerwig it, made, is, it is good oh it is okay i always think that she yeah. made francis ha like shelly was asking me about her recently she, her name's come up let me say greta gerwig your name has come up in our household a couple times recently all from shelly uh and they were to ask me what are some other movies that she's made and i kept saying francis ha and every time i was proven wrong what? She didn't make Francis Ha? No, I apparently not. She's in Francis Ha, but I think it's a Noah Baumbach movie. Okay, look it up. Tell me if I'm wrong. I was I I thought that was the case. Oh, she she wrote it with him, but she didn't direct. Wrote it. and starred. Okay, yeah. I was sorry. She was asking me whatever. I think you can say. I think you can made it probably. Yeah. But be she confident. But I, I should. Sh- Shelly specifically asked me who. What did she direct? Oh, direct. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't think you, people are wrong for saying made it ladybird right ladybird yep she's doing this barbie thing yes what else nothing else i notice and nothing else i know of i'm looking at it oh actually that's literally oh no nights and weekends that's the only other one she's directed and i'm not familiar with this oh man white noise getting not good reviews okay (laughs) did ben okay strikes again (laughs) yes check let me let me check is she i feel like she's a in my mind she's she's a a nepo baby as people say but i want to check i think that came out about her was born in sacramento california and grew up in the river park neighborhood she's the daughter of christine no christine knee sour no no hyperlink it's good an obg obgyn nurse and gordon gerwig no hyperlink uh, who worked for a credit union on small business loans? You know what happened happened with her? She got she got unfairly caught in the 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 nepo baby discourse because uh, there was some photo that of her directing a movie or something, and she like looked disheveled or something. Or I can't remember how this goes, but people were like 
of course of course take 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 the photo of of how of, of how she looks of how she looks and like turned it into a whole whole thing and people are digging her like she's from she's from a wealthy family or something oh it says yeah her mom's an OBGYN and her dad worked oh credit union yeah okay I mean she might that might be a, a, well a nurse OB, not not an OBGYN an OBGYN nurse probably not a that I mean probably middle class family not on the level of like what yeah not even close yeah it, 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 she probably had like a it, it was probably like oh she had a comfortable childhood she's a nepo baby or something people yeah the nepo baby thing is is, is kind of wild it's kind of yeah there. i think it needs to, but it's the kind it's of getting thing, out of hand it's the kind of thing where it's like yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna take a stand on this thing i mean why why i'm not gonna let's be clear i don't take a stand on a whole lot of things out out, out loud or on twitter or whatever but uh yeah it's it's celebrity. It's, it's, it's celebrities so my point is they don't they don't really need your on something like this they don't they don't need anybody's defense really yeah i mean i guess i guess so i will say i do think gerwig is caught in the is, is catching an unfair stray oh sure yeah the discourse it makes me it makes me uh although she did appear in woody allen's to roam with love in 2012 so that was a little little too late to be appearing in Mm. Woody Allen joins, but whatever. Outside class, she performed in the Columbia University varsity show with her dorm mate, Kate McKinnon. One degree of separation from Barry Weiss. Jeffrey Epstein. And therefore, yeah, let me think. Who else can you go? Can you go? Yeah. I mean, you could go to a lot of places. <laughs> I don't know. From there, yeah. Zero degrees. of Zero degrees. of Looking at someone's... Uh, Kevin Bacon score thing. That was a big thing when we were in like middle school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Looking at somebody's Kevin Bacon score thing, like do 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 typing on the computer, do 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 oh looking at this person. Oh great hey, bro, Greta, Greta Gerwig. It says her Kevin Bacon score is zero. What? Yeah, I, I, I unfortunately <laughs> the the, the, the Nepo baby discourse around Greta Gerwig unfair, but I am canceling her for having zero degrees of separation from Noah Bombach, unfortunately. No, that's one degree. Isn't that one degree? Uh-oh. I oh, I don't my, know. My, my, intention, she, my intention was just... I don't you know, are Kevin Bacon? Like, like yeah, I, you are Kevin Bacon, and fi- just finding that out. Like, I, I think I liked that when I was a kid. I mean, I know, like, this is how, like, less trivial research can work. But when I was a kid, I liked exploring things online, sort of like a, like an Indiana Jones-type figure for on, online stuff. But, like, imagining, like, that there was, like, anything... Anything online that I could discover that would be like sort of like primary uh, information, like 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 I could just like go to Greta Gerwig's or you know it wouldn't have been her back then, but like go to Greta Gerwig's IMDb page and like look at her Bacon score and see zero, and then like you know release to the pages of the New York Times. Ben discovers young boy discovers Greta Gerwig is in fact Kevin Bacon, and it's just you know it's just on IMDb or something like that. Like on an aggregator site, primary information uncovered. Sorry, I'm I for some reason I tried to figure out how to save a. I was, I was like, I really want to save this uh, Reddit post uh, in case it gets deleted. Um, and so I thought I like I'll I'll save as a PDF, uh, and it's forty eight pages long. Mm-hmm. If you save a page as an HTML, d- does it keep all the data? Huh? If you save a if page. You, no, you'll probably lose. There's, I mean, there's probably like okay. there's probably like JavaScript and stuff like that on the page, so you won't get you won't get that. Also, you won't get any of the CSS unless you save that too. All right, I'll save it as so a it'll PDF. look like 
which is a really insane Damn. move to do. But um, okay, well, it's well, a little preview of what we are okay. going to talk about on the on the premium show. Sure. Um, this is I read I came across this this morning and I was so excited to talk about it with you. And so uh, we're going to be talking about a, a really good "Am I the Asshole?" post on on Patreon.com/slash. Dr. Skeleton. We'll see you there. Nice.